You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode has been brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. So, folks, there is no way to sugarcoat this. There is no way to, to talk about this nicely or, or fondly. We're on a three-game losing streak, and we just suffered a double-digit loss at the hands of Wright State. Now, here's the thing. There was not much positive to talk about. That's just the reality. And with that being said, I am very concerned for this team. I am very concerned for this team. Because it is not just that we're losing. Or that we're on a losing streak that is concerning me. It's how. How we're losing makes it so much worse than just the fact that we are losing. So we're going to get into that. Um, But first, we, of course, have got to go over what happened during the actual game. Okay, so in our uh, 84 to in our 84 to uh, 70 loss to the um, to Wright State, I don't I don't know what their team name is. I'm sorry. I, I forgot. But anywho, in our loss to them, this game can very simply be um, described as they their top guys, the guys who played a ton for them, they dominated. They dominated. And on our side, the only player that we had that was putting up uh, wild buckets, Terquavion Smith. Terquavion Smith went off for a career-high 27 uh, on 12 of 24 shooting, 3 of 10 from uh, the three-point line with one assist, two rebounds, uh, two steals. He also added two turnovers to that as well. Jericho Hellams. Pitched in with 14 um, as he put up 14 on 6 of 11, 2 of 4 from the field, 7 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block, 2 steals. Now, Darian Sebron, who I had said, hey, he's he's on pace for um, an ACC player of the year type of season. He's kind of cooled down these last few games ever since I said that. He went off for 10 points, 5 assists. Um, I'm sorry, 10 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists this game and one steal. Uh, but Cam Hayes really struggled. Cam Hayes was two or 12 from the field. He could not throw a rock in the ocean. Um, and that's, that's always going to be difficult. That's always going to be really, really difficult to overcome. And when I look at, uh, Wright state, all of their starters, except one were in double digits. Grant Basil, 23, Trey Calvin, 19, Tanner Holden, 18. A.J. Braun, 13. And all of those players shot above 50%. Again, every starter that they had, every single starter that they had, shot 50% or better from the field. This is a game in which we, again, there are some things that I can accept. There are some things about this team that, this just is what it is, and it was what it was. And if you uh, can't come to terms with it, then you're going to stress yourself out unnecessarily. You're going to be pulling your hair out until the cows come home, right? So, for example, the fact that we are undersized and thusly will lose a vast majority of the rebound battles. We lost this game's rebound battle by three rebounds. 
you can live with that. You can accept that and say, you know what? It, it, that is what it is sometimes. There are many, many more things, infinitely more things that I cannot accept. We went five of nine from the free throw line. This is the part that absolutely pisses me off. We went seven of 25 from deep. This is the part that absolutely pisses me off. I don't think that people are quite understanding why this pisses me off so badly. We have been one of the worst teams in the nation in terms of three-point shooting. There are 350 teams that were considered eligible to uh, be in this statistical category, according to the NCAA Men's Division I uh, basketball website, okay? There are 350 teams that are eligible to be in this category of three-point shooting percentage. Where do you think NC State falls? And I'm going to give you a little time here to figure it out. I'm going to I'm going to give you a Jeopardy theme song here, just a a, a little bit abbreviated version. Times up. We are 300 of 300 of 350. I'm sorry, we're 290 of 350. 290th of 350. I don't think that people are understanding quite how bad that is. We're shooting 30.25% from deep. That is not, that's not going to get it done with an undersized team. Now, granted, I understand football more in depth and more intimately than I do basketball. So by all means, y'all know that I'm very interactive with all of my listeners. I, I have no problem with somebody calling me out when I'm wrong, I have no problem with somebody celebrating me if I'm right. But is is success from the outside not a quintessential part of small ball? Is that am I missing something there? If you are going to have terrible floor spacing, you can do that with bigger bodies. It makes more sense to do so with bigger players. That's Again, if I'm saying something that's crazy, please tell me. Because, again, I'm not going to pretend to know everything. I don't know everything about football that there is to know. And I played the game for 17 years. So I know for a fact I don't know basketball. I've only, I have only played that organized for about three years. So I know for a fact I don't know everything about it. But am I, am I crazy there? And then free throw shooting. How have we been as atrocious as we've been the past couple of games shooting free throws. And and again, these numbers do not properly put in context how bad we've been. So we were five of nine last game, right? And so you think, oh man, we need to get to the free throw line more, but uh, that's not a bad percentage. Casey Morsell went four for four. The rest of the team, one of five. I don't understand. I genuinely don't understand. Is this something, do we need a new shooting coach or, or do we have a shooting coach or what's what's going on? We saw last game, we lost to Richmond because we could not get it done at the stripe. We come back this game and don't get it done at the stripe again. We have struggled mightily from deep all year. What is going on? What is really and truly going on? I'm confused. 
I'm confused. And I want to be enthusiastic about this team. I want to say good things about this team. Y'all know me. All, all throughout this year so far, I have not said anything to the idea of, oh, man, we're going to be terrible. This is going to be a terribly long season. But I will say this. If these trends continue, we're in for a, a very, very long season. Again, us, our inability to stay in front of people is also troubling. But we'll get to that a little later. But offensively, the inability to shoot from deep and shoot free throws when we have an undersized team, an undersized line, almost every lineup we trot out is going to be an undersized lineup. How are we not able to strike from deep? It just doesn't make sense. It really and truly doesn't. And it's, it is putting me in a situation of thinking, you know what? Everybody or the, the very pessimistic folks, the bag over their head folks might have been right. Not right in wearing a bag over the head, because that's stupid. You're never right wearing a bag over your head before we've even had two conference games. That's just not, especially for a team that at that time was, what, four, three or four games above 500? Eh, that's stupid. But with that being said, they may have been right in their assessment of where this team is relative to everybody else. And that's that's the thing that, that hurts me about what I've seen these last couple of games. Because honestly, against Purdue, I saw a team that went out there and fought and battled, battled number one, blow for blow, bar for bar the entire game. That's what I saw there. These last two games have been uh, very grave letdowns for me. But you know what would be an even bigger letdown for me? If this was it, the putt to win the tournament, and if you sink it, the championship's yours, but on your backswing, the hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility, Still, because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything that you need to grow all in one space. Over 28,000 businesses are already using NetSuite uh, to grow their businesses. So with that being said, NetSuite has a new financing program ready for those uh, to upgrade to NetSuite.com. Just upgrade at NetSuite.com slash locked. Head to NetSuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, NetSuite.com slash locked. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the next thing I want to talk about is defensively. Again, I am not a fool. I know Ebenezer Dewana is a good rim protector. He is not Manny Bates. He's just not. And that's okay. But with that being said, how are we still this unable to stay in front of folks? How? I I don't get that part. I don't get that part. If you have teams that are just bigger than you and they're dominating you in the paint, again, you live with that. You live with that 
because hey, they're the bigger team, and you just gotta you gotta suck it up and figure it out the best way you know how. But the inability to stay in front of our opponents, that to me, very problematic to say the least. That to me is a situation that, I mean, and and don't get me wrong, like I've already said, Dewana is uh, in total blocks. He's second in the conference, and blocks per game, he's fourth in conference. But Dewana Ebenezer can't do everything defensively. That's that's not realistic. It's not sustainable. We need to figure out a way to stay in front of our man on defense, to even give us a shot. If we can't shoot threes, if in the half court, uh, finding open looks is difficult, you know the best way to generate some offense, to see some shots fall, to get easy shots, to turn other teams over, to get some stops, to force teams to shoot bad shots. And I've already talked about the turnover or bust thing, so we're not going to talk about turnovers, but getting teams to shoot bad shots, keeping teams out of the lane, Forcing them to shoot bad shots leads to long rebounds. Long rebounds leads to runouts. Runouts, fast break, easy buckets, easy points, open shots. That's what that leads to. But as we're playing it right now, where, hey, everybody can go wherever they want, whenever they want against this team, we're going to have some trouble. We're going to have some trouble. So, honestly and truly, I don't know what the answer is. I'm not going to pretend like I know what the answer is in this regard. But... All I know is this team has been very, very disheartening, very disappointing uh, in these past couple of showings. I'm hoping that they can right the ship because this is not the same team that we've seen for the most part, except for the shooting struggles that I talked about earlier. That has been persistent all year, sure. But everything else, this is not who we, what we've seen out of this team all year long. Two straight games being that close to 50% free throw shooting. This is not who we've seen all year. This isn't. And that's just the reality there. Like I said, you live with, okay, we're going to have a hard time keeping teams off the glass. Sure. You live with, um, you know, there are other teams' bigs. As soon as DeWanna leaves the game, they're going to find a way uh, to get them the ball and they're, they're going to make something happen in the post. You live with that. But what you don't live with is throwing up a bunch of terrible shots. What you don't live with is um, the 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 players that we expect to be stars to step up kind of shrinking in the moment. What you don't live with is, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking the man and saying that, oh, he's terrible all of a sudden and I, I don't expect anything from him. You don't expect Darian Sebron being held to 10 points just by them saying, oh, we'll go under everything and we'll, we'll make him shoot over the top of us. You don't expect that, but that's what happened. That's the reality of, of what we're looking at after looking at these last two games. And and so um, I'm, I'm believing that this team can turn around, but I'm not as sold on it at the moment. That's just the reality. I'm not as sold on it. I'm not super optimistic about this team. And I never really was super optimistic, but I believe that it was too early to give up on this team. And I still do. I still do. However, if this trend continues, if this trend carries over into conference play, I would not blame y'all if it was a case where it's like, all right, eight, nine, ten games in the conference play, we still playing like this. I'm not going to be upset at you if you're like, yeah, that's it. Because, again, this ain't the same team that played that Louisville. What did I say after the Louisville game? 
if we can force every team to hit two threes, to to hit two big time threes that Louisville did, one gentleman falling away in the corner, the other from about what thirty feet, thirty two, thirty three feet. If you can force teams to hit both of them contested, by the way, if you can force every team to have to make those shots, you'll be in good shape. I said that and I meant it. But the reality is we're not forcing teams to be spectacular to beat us anymore. Teams are being perfectly pedestrian and still finding ways to come up off some wins against NC State. And that, my friends, is the problem. Because again, all losses are not created equal. And and then we can lie and say, oh, an L is an L is an L and there are no moral victories and all like this stuff. Sure. But the reality is, if we're looking at a bunch of teams just pulling off what Louisville did, just down the stretch, doing something crazy, doing something amazing, now I'll say, you know what, maybe this is just a snake bitten season. I don't know what's going on, but next year, the, the, the statistical probability that all of these types of shots go down two years in a row, slim to none. And Slim's got one big toe in the door. But in looking at what I've seen out of these last two games, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't think that this team was playing super hard in either one of them. And that's, it's just confusing. It's just all confusing. And it's, it's all disappointing. But at the end of the day, this team has to be better. And I think we can all agree to that. Regardless of where you fall, uh, regardless of what you believe about this team, I think we can all agree that this team needs to be better. And it's not going to be easy, but it has to get done. It's not going to be easy for, um, you know, Darian Seabron to more consistently hit the mid-ranger so that when teams are just like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll build a wall in the paint, figure it out. He can rise up and hit something over the top. It's not easy to do that. It's not easy for Cam Hayes to, to get out of his shooting slump. Really, it's not just Cam Hayes. The majority of this team to get out of their shooting slump and finally get these things to fall. It's not easy. It's not just going to happen by osmosis. It's just by, oh, yeah, continue to show up to the court. And sometimes, and we'll figure it out. Nah, this thing has to be figured out and it's going to take some work to do so. Like I said, it's not going to be easy, but it's necessary. But what is always easy is prize picks. Bowl season is here, Wolfpack Nation. And with that being said, it would be great to see this team crush uh, UCLA and Devin Leary throw for a couple hundred yards. But did you know that him throwing for that couple hundred could help you out in your pockets? I've been telling you about prize picks for forever and a day now. And if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? Not only is college football available, prize picks also has basketball. With that being said, prize picks is a daily is daily fantasy made easy. They offer more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world and offer all the star players and power five, as well as mid major players that you might not have ever heard of. Prize picks offers any prop you can think of from points to rebounds to assists to threes made and more. All of the users that deposit and use promo code Locked On will receive 100% deposit match up to $100. You pick two to five players and an over or under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize picks allows for mixed sport entries as well, so you can take the over on NB combined with the under on Rogers in the same entry. Use the award-winning app that's on both the App Store and Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize picks is also safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code LOCKEDON or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePicks is daily fantasy made easy. 
So we're about to land this thing. But again, I'm concerned not that we lost. I'm concerned with how we lost. I'm concerned not that we're on a three-game losing streak. I'm concerned with how these last two losses have come. I'm concerned with us playing small ball. And and maybe I've I've got the wrong picture of this because I imagine small ball is like what the Rockets were doing with D'Antoni. What... Uh, what the Warriors were doing with Draymond at the five. And, and I get it, right? If you're talking about, you know, the Splash Brothers and KD and all that, you're, you're talking about the greatest shooters of all time. I understand that. I'm not expecting them to be the greatest shooters of all time. I'm not expecting this team to be up at 37, 38, 39% from three. But what I am expecting is that we're above 290th of 300 teams, of 350 teams. That's what I am expecting. Again, there are certain teams in the nation that are shooting in the 40s of percent right now from deep. We're not one of them. I don't expect us to be one of them. I don't demand that we be one of them. But I I think that it's reasonable and logical to say if we are undersized, we need to do a better job of shooting from the stripe and from deep because the lack of ability to make shots from those two places will kill us. And that's just the reality. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time, Wolfpack Nation. Peace and love, y'all. And as always... Go Pack. You are Locked On NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.